Well, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Your your first time. <laughs> first and possibly last, but yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to the newest of episodes of two substitutes it's march 5 sunday we just finished watching the man city sunderland game in the premier league and let's get going welcome back everyone i have akshay with me again hello akshay. guys how are you doing i'm doing pretty well I mean I'm not sure how to answer this question. You seem to be enjoying contexts. with chips and milkshake. Yeah, like right now I'm Just enjoying with the food, but internally within myself, mm. my Arsenal heart is crying. So do you have two hearts, Arsenal heart and a fantasy heart? Yes, you can mm. say that. Yeah. Let's talk. <laughs> not not a good day for you yesterday, but let's yeah. start with the Man City game since we just finished watching it. we might get a call from uh, another arsenal supporter i know of okay. so you guys can rant about them later on if not then will be just you okay so man city game there was extra interest from us because of uh, aguero and uh, <laughs> sterling and stones playing in our fantasy teams yeah. didn't quite happen as we expected yes but they got the win 2-0 you could say that it's clinical and or you say they they've done their job but it didn't look like they were at their best or they didn't want to be at their best maybe because of the double game week yeah they have one more game coming up my opinion was as i told you guardiola looked like the most boring manager in this game because <laughs> no, in the in the first half sunderland played really well and it yeah. looked like they will get the first goal they got the best chance when yeah burini had before 40th minute an open goal that he yeah. missed and defo hit the post Uh, they were playing really well. They somehow felt like they were going toe to toe with Man City. Sometimes even better than yeah. them. But I think then after Aguero scored the opener. Yeah. Uh, after that, and I think Sunderland didn't look like they wanted to stay in the game or something. They didn't yes. show any fight after that. And this is what Man City does. Eh? They or any big team might do. They not play well, even though their possession was seventy percent, but. Yeah, there was no attack. Like they were creating third. anything, yeah, but in the final third, they were thinking they yeah. they had no space, and Sunderland were defending pretty well. Crowded, crowding out until that first goal. Yeah, and Silva was bad at passes. Sterling didn't look comfortable on the ball as well, yeah. but he provided the assist, of course, for Aguero. Yeah, you just need one moment of brilliance, and I mean, it was not really brilliance also. But I mean, it's just one just attack, quality, and then yeah. within like two minutes, they were up, and we were thinking that first half it's going to end nil nil because there was no yes. intensity from manchester city on that like on goal scoring but they had that chance and the quality Aguero of aguero showed there with the deft finish yeah. over the top for, from the goalkeeper uh so they won 2-0 the second goal of course sane did really well with he showed his pace he went past the defender jones i think it was yeah and, and then, then his finish was good too his finish was good too i was hoping he would assist Make an assist for Sterling. Or yeah, Aguero Sterling over. was almost there. Yeah, he could have got a tap in, but I think it was already in. Yeah, by the time he got there. Uh, so Sane could be a really good 
player for Man City in the future. Yeah. Uh, and I also think that it can be a good choice for fantasy team. Yeah. Because he seemed to be getting more playtime or more game play time, time than uh, Sterling and Kevin De Bruyne. Yes. At this point. I do feel, yeah, the, so for the next game against Stoke on Wednesday, <laughs> De Bruyne would be starting and either yeah. Sterling or Sané or Silva could be on the bench. Yeah. It's pretty I, much likely between Yaya Toure and Silva, I guess, for Kevin De Bruyne. Because hmm. he usually plays in the centre role, not on the wings. And I think Sterling and Sané are doing pretty well on the wings right now. Uh, let's see what... Uh, but good. yeah, that's our opinion. Go- I think Pep Guardiola always comes up with his own surprises. Yeah. Like, there was a goalkeeper change today which was expected, I think, from Bravo's mistake. Yeah, I, I don't think... Up, so. Yeah. But they will be changing both of these goalkeepers at the end of season, I'm guessing. Hmm. <laughs> They'll be bringing in a young goalkeeper. I don't know, maybe Ter Stegen. I don't know if Barcelona will allow him to leave. But yeah. he looks like the only... Is there any other player who could fit into like in Guardiola's system? I think, yeah, best shout is Barcelona's goalkeeper because that's where Bravo came from. Yeah. And but I cannot imagine Barcelona, but Barcelona allowing him to leave. Yeah, I think they need a future goalkeeper too. So, from yeah. that sense, Ter Stegen can be a good choice. He has yeah. lots of years left. Uh, you could still see from today's gameplay, they are not creating much. So, you could see they can struggle. Like, they are still not the finished article, Man City. Hmm. So... They jumped up to third place, right? After this win. Yeah. Yes. So and they have one more game in hand. One game in hand. So if they if they win that, like the commentator was saying, if they win that and if Chelsea if. drops points, then they can be <laughs> five points clear of the top. Yeah, when they give out that, those stats, then I just want to add even more on top of it. So if they win that game and then they win the other game also, and then they keep also win the other six games in hand, then they might win the league. So, that's how it works. Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Maths. Uh, so, Man City in third position. Giving them company. Just above them is Tottenham Hotspur. They, they had won. a very good game today. They had an excellent game. Uh, Harry just Kane. the energy and the kind of pressing that they do. It's yes. really hard for other teams to... To get full of the ball and do something with it. and They seem to be the only other team apart from Chelsea who have perfected the three-man defence playing style. Mm-hmm. And when they have Kyle Walker and Davis, I think. Yeah. Or Rose. The even, wings, yeah. yeah, Rose. Then they can really exploit other people's defences. Because the three-man defence and those uh, wing-backs really do help a lot. Yeah, yeah, and they also have lots of pace on the play. Especially planks, when like they are say, so energetic. Kyle Walker, yeah. yeah. He always keeps bombing forward and is pretty good in defense as well. So and their centre backs are doing pretty well too. I think Tongan and at one point of the game, I don't know if you yeah, saw. Yeah, he took a shot. That a was run. a very good yeah, one. Yeah. So and then he took a shot with a lot of power. And, and yeah. the advantage they have over Chelsea right now is, I would say, the different the centre backs have age on their side. Mm. Chelsea is doing well, but they uh, maybe they'll change the side. I imagine they will be changing the centre-backs for the next season to bring in young defenders. Mm. But for now, those two teams are the ones that look... Uh, so, let me put it this way. Their position in the league is justified, I think, based on how they are. How they yeah. Have. And Spurs also now have like 
the most informed striker you can say yes in the league, in the league. that first shot he took the uh, almost yeah. 30 yard shot was excellent was unbelievable. Yeah, he's scoring lots of goals and i had two hat tricks and this brace probably yeah. from so, his last three games i think yes it was uh, apart a from their champions league thing or the europa so league that is his only that should be his next uh, target <coughs> i think to perform well in these international games and Champions League as well because yeah. he has not been doing that yet but Premier League he is no doubt one of the best strikers right now yeah. uh, this game saw two of the best strikers in Premier League with Lukaku and Kane both of them scored yeah. very different type of, if you had to choose Kane and Lukaku would, would you I think I'll go with Kane just because his consistency has been doing mm. very well since last season or since the time he came onto the scene mm. And he also takes shots from distances like you, we saw today. Yeah. And he's not afraid of taking shots and he's just so clinical that most often than not it ends up in the back of the net. With Lukaku, I think he can have periods of games where he doesn't score that much or mm. he's not as effective. But with Kane, I think it's he has very good consistency. He has scored 41 goals in his last 52 Premier League games. Yeah, he's... He scores every 100 minutes or so, I read. Yeah. One or, one or so that's like, what you can say, it's the so you, epitome of consistency in terms of uh, yeah. scoring form. So some people saying when he, when he first arrived, saying that he could be a one-season wonder, that has been proven wrong yeah, right now. This is his third season. He is uh, about to break his goal-scoring record this season, right, yeah. in the Premier League. So oh, personally, I I think I will, I will also go with Kane based on current form. Yeah, I think for Lukaku, different types of right. The only thing is maybe strikers. he's more physical than but than Kane. And also a disadvantage for him could be that the, the team he's playing in right now. Maybe if mm-hmm. he played for a higher team, mm-hmm. a higher position team, he could be scoring even more goals. But yeah, he needs to get into the Champions League. Yeah, I do you think he might be transferred? He He's been be saying on, on, on social media lately that he, he needs to be in the Champions League or mm. he wants to be there and if he can openly say that and it doesn't look like Everton yeah. have a chance this season to go into the Champions League for the next season. That so there is a chance that he might be on the move but he has recently signed a long-term contract with Everton, yes. I think. No, no, he has he is yet to sign but his <laughs> oh, agent okay. said it is all 99.99999% sure. I see. So maybe the agent is pla- trying to, you know, get a better deal. I think because he can say yeah, that so he, he wants to play in the Champions League yeah. and Everton isn't there. Also, for the other sign. teams who want to sign him, he just wants to say, if you don't sign me up, I'll I'll already have a contract lined up with Everton. So the advantage Lukaku has over Kane is that he has performed well in international games as well. Mm-hmm. With Belgium, he has scored around twenty or. But yeah, I think like then you can say like Belgium internationally they do pretty well. As no, but, to England, so, but so that is, I mean England is 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 in the same based on the quality of players they are in the same level as Belgium. So it is not they just don't perform England I, for some reason they perform well in the qualifying games and not in the actual tournament. So I would say that that is where Lukaku might. Uh, be on top of him but based on if you just look at the Premier League mm-hmm. then I would prefer Kane okay yes. so you still give give Kane, Kane some yes. some chance yeah 
That's because he wants to shoot from anywhere. Mm. Lukaku is more reluctant. I I feel whenever I see him play. Yeah. Yeah, I think Lukaku is good for holding up play. Yeah. Like when you can, like, he can win headers and he can sometimes show good physical strength. Yeah. Which you can't really associate with Kane as much. But but he's pretty he physical. Yeah. yeah. Look, yeah. So <coughs> Kane seems more all round. Also, his left feet, right feet, all of them are really good. Yeah. Even he. Yeah, his hat trick last week. Heading goals. Yeah, it was very good. So now, okay, then unanimous decision, I guess, for now, Kane. Yeah. Also, coming back to the game, then yes, uh, Lukaku also managed to score. It was a little bit uh, what close at the end for Spurs. Yeah, and it was three two. Yeah. So it looked like uh, the defense for both teams were just like they yeah, the feeling was wasn't as yeah. as great. The, sec- the set pieces <laughs> for last two goals of the game. So there was no defense to look for. Uh, who scored the third goal for Spurs? Dele Alli. Yeah, there was no defense for the Leighton Baines. I told you, I think he was not following his man at all. Both Leighton Baines and the other centre back. Yeah, I, they I were cannot same. remember his name. Funes Mori. Funes Mori and Ashley Williams. Yeah, they they didn't follow Dele Alli at all. He just ghosted past past them, which is a very basic thing to. I mean, whenever you are taught defending. I think that's what you are taught, but mm. he failed to follow him, and then he scored a easy goal, relatively easy goal. Good win for Spurs. They are in second place. They yes. don't seem like letting up this season, but that's what I think. At this point, last season also they were second in the league, right? Yeah, or even later part of the season. Yeah. I think it was just last three games or four games that they blew up. So, so can... people will still. I am still a skeptic until the season finishes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like they can still bottle it from here. You never know with Spurs. <laughs> but like at this moment, they are in very good form. And yes. Uh, and Europa League exit can also help them in like just to focus on the Premier League games. Europa League and uh, who? Only Man United from the Premier League is in the Europa League right now, right? Yeah. So okay. Uh, talking about Man United, then. Do you think they are one-one draw with Bournemouth? I yeah. was happy with the result. So would you say? Okay, let's talk about the game first. Then they there was an incident in the game that was the big talking point. Yeah. Or multiple incidents. With yeah, the, first half was full of incidents. Yeah, I think, as compared to second half. First of all, was did Mings intentionally put his? I, From the replay, I can. I, I think I, that it was intentional. It looked, yeah. I mean, he started to run when and he, he saw him. He was already on the floor when yeah. he started to run. So there is no way that he can say. I mean, he is saying that it was not intentional. He said that's not his game. But yeah. <laughs> It from looked like the, yeah, he could have gone from. He could have easily gone over. Just like the, step over him. Yeah. You know, it's like if you see someone on the floor and you're running towards them, it, it's pretty easy for you to avoid it yeah. if you want to. Uh, it was. It, and also for for much, athlete and for soccer players, I think they can yeah. jump long enough to avoid at least three players if they are lying on the floor close and to each other. Ibrahimovic was lucky not to <laughs> get even like worse injury than. Yeah, he only got a rash or something. And then the second incident after that, 
of course Ibrahimovic tried to yeah, get him back right and then he also said uh, so he elbowed Mings <coughs> in jumping uh, I don't I don't know if I can say elbowed but uh, in the post interview he said uh, that Mings jumped onto his elbow yeah even that one doesn't seem <laughs> right that reasoning was more funny than yeah <laughs> that is not my game uh, and then the third incident Uh, which card. is not, nothing related to those two players another player got red carded sorman for pushing ibrahimovic right so i think both of both mings and uh, ibrahimovic would be getting post match ban uh, yeah i think they are going to get their own course for that and uh, about the actual game none of the menu players had a, had good games pogba was really bad i felt He was very yeah, he clumsy was on the ball. Casual as well. Yeah, like, casual. Wasn't doing too much. Manu had very good chances in the first half, mm-hmm. but they couldn't score as many. They just scored once, and after that, it's like if you if it stays one nil, there is always a chance and to get one back, and that's what happened. Right. Uh, Ibrahimovic got a penalty for the red card. and uh, he couldn't score and mourinho said that uh, they don't practice penalties because he he's he managed to give a dig at the fa he mm-hmm. said we don't get penalties so he stopped practicing them i see uh but yeah, if that's the case then yeah, they were just trying it. to uh, make up a joke out of their situation <laughs> i guess rather than criticizing ibrahimovic for a poor penalty i mean in a way i can understand if you don't at least this is better than criticizing your players in the public if he is actually mm-hmm. criticizing them in front of them yeah that, that is better than you know talking about them in public that's what good managers i find do uh so if that is what is he what he is doing then yeah for i them. think it was a hard break for all the fantasy managers who yes had ibrahimovic and some of them had I, made him its triple captain or a captain yeah I didn't go to that extreme. I just had him in my team. I could have cha- substituted either Kane or Ibrahimovic. Chose Ibrahimovic, chose Kane, and then paid for it. Uh, not a good day for Manu players. Pogba was, as I said, wasn't good. Who who yeah. was the best? So you said there were chances for Manu. You did you you saw the game, right? Yeah, I saw the second half who, or after who? like when I, when I woke second up. Second half was good. already they had scored already. Oh, uh, but I saw their chances in the highlights. So mm-hmm. Rooney had one, then Paul Pogba I think missed one. He was. I think he had a very bad game. game. He still has to look. I don't think he had one Good game where game he has looked invincible yeah. or you know un- unplayable. Or the Pogba that everyone yeah. is waiting for to see yeah. what he can do. Yeah. In this is his first season, so there is another article. Yeah, that. I was reading about Manchester United is that they are. Overly reliant on Ibrahimovic to get goals, mm. and other than him, the next top scorer is Juan Mata, and he yeah. doesn't even have ten Fe- goals. Yeah, a lot of difference between him and Ibrahimovic in terms of number of goals. But yeah, but then you you'll mm. never know if any of the other strikers can, and because Ibrahimovic has played most of the games, and yeah. uh, Rashford hasn't played in his usual position, Martial hasn't played mm. in a striking role. So unless they prove that unless they are played in the the striking mm-hmm. role and prove themselves you will never know ibrahimovic has played and he has scored goals so yeah. but yeah the, you are right the not many goals like are coming yeah, from need, other areas yeah, you need goals from everywhere yeah oh that's what manchester united used to have before right uh 
So you write. So uh, and towards the end, it also like in when you say in Ferguson era or like you would know like United will get a goal somehow towards the end, but that didn't happen either. And <coughs> it ended one one. Mm. So menu, the problem with menu this season has been the draws. They are getting lots of draws. They are still undefeated in seventeen games, but lots of them have been draws, yeah. which is why they are still in sixth place. They have a, they are one point behind Arsenal, right? Yep. So and they do. Arsenal have a game in hand. I think. Yeah. So they still have a chance of uh, finishing in top four, yep. but they also have, a, of course, another route for the Champions League by winning the Europa League, mm-hmm. which they can do it. They seem to be the only. Big team in quotes. <laughs> so, um, what does the table look like? Mm, I'm waiting to see if uh, this uh, my friend is going to call or not for you to rant about Arsenal. <laughs> okay. Uh, so let's finish can... off with other game. We can talk Liverpool Arsenal at the end. Uh, so I am just looking at the I mean, other games. Yeah, there is not much to talk about. There I were lots, there of goals, there lots, of, lots of goals though. Lots of goals. Swansea and Burnley, Llorente. Yeah, yeah Swansea is, is looking pretty good now yeah. after the change of manager, and I think they are <coughs> going to stay up. See this. What difference this makes? Also, when Bob Bradley was the manager, mm-hmm. people were saying Swansea players are not any good, but mm-hmm. these are the same players under Paul Clement now and. Because yeah, Lorente was signed when Bob Bradley was here, right? Yeah. So the same players are now doing much better. Lorente. Yeah, I think Lorente wasn't starting as much, or, in, which in is the not start of the season. They were using Sigurdsson as false yeah. nine or something. So this is just different philosophies, and maybe yeah. this Paul Clement has realized Lorente's also the process strength. that they put in now. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. From and their wingers and fullbacks, they're pretty good. Lorente is, is always on. Like, like, yeah, you always see him finishing headers. at least. Uh, the crosses. Yeah. Uh, so good win for Swansea. They are out of the relegation zone, right? Yep, Swansea they are 16th out, yep. place. Good win for them against Burnley. Burnley, oh, they have not won a, a game away from home. So yeah. I think they have. Uh, re- I mean, it's in their uh, plan all along. I think to win, try to win all the games at home to survive mm-hmm. in the Premier League. They don't even. Uh, but that was an entertaining game against Swansea. Yeah, I think they are looking well, and Laurenti now I think he's giving them extra dimension yeah. in the attack, and also he's getting goals. Before they were too reliant on Sigurdsson, and I think he was the only player. Right. But now he has Laurenti with them. Uh, and uh, one other, re- the other relegation threatened team, and the controversial result for Leicester also controversial because of. Ranieri again because since yeah, he left, two they have, in a row. there's a sudden change in this. And yeah, I think in the last podcast we were talking about how much of a difference it will make, and we'll see in the coming games. And they won both of their games. Yep, and, and they look like Leicester love yeah, last fighting season. performance. Yeah, they, it's yeah they are just showing fight. Fight is the main word. Wadi is run, doing the running like he did last season. Yeah. Drink water. Mahrez, he, he scored a really good goal yesterday. And this was a important. So you wonder, game. like, where was all this? Yeah, when, when Ranieri was here, we'll never know until maybe Ranieri releases his autobiography or something. Mm-hmm. And this was an important game for both teams, Leicester and Hull. Leicester came out on top, so Hull are still in the relegation zone. 
Leicester are five points clear now. I never it never looked to me that they were getting relegated, but under after the results under Ranieri. Uh, so good win for Leicester. Do you think they are certainty to avoid relegation now? From the last two games, yes, because mm-hmm. they have the quality. They always had quality yeah. in their squad. If you think that they were the champions last season, some and people do say that it was not about it was just luck and other teams giving up. I don't think so. I mean, you cannot do that for thirty-eight games. No. Yeah, you you have to have some something in you. Uh, I think. My friend is ready. We can talk about Liverpool Arsenal and then. Okay. <laughs> you can call now. Let's give him a call. Let's see if this works. Skype calling. What's up, Matt? Long time. <laughs> yes, isn't it just? Isn't it just? Is it is? I left in 2014, uh, right? California. I left California in 2014. I have not seen you since then. I think, or even before that. <laughs> I didn't even know that you left the state. This <laughs> is how closely I followed it. <laughs> Where are you living now? Uh, Virginia. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, most of my friends, real friends, you know, are here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and, uh, we're not that close to us. All right, well, I hope you're having a nice time. Yeah, yeah, it's good. You should, if you visit here sometime, you can call me up. All right, know, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely do that. <laughs> I don't know how often you visit East Coast. Uh, almost never. <laughs> almost never. In fact, I don't think... No, I've never been on the East Coast, I think, since I arrived in this country in 2000. Wow. So you've always been in California? Well, I've I've tried. I've gone to Nevada and Illinois, I think, is probably the closest East I've gone. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, welcome welcome to the podcast, your your first time. (laughs) First and possibly last, but yes, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're ready to talk about the big game from yesterday? I'm, I'm ready to talk about the game from yesterday. I wouldn't classify it as a big game, but yeah, the game. Sure. <laughs> you don't so. consider Arsenal to be a big team anymore? No, uh, no, no. no. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you how much I, you know, I knew they were playing. I knew what time they were playing at, and I chose knowing that we would be defeated yeah. comfortably, which is exactly what happened. I chose to go to my son's uh, baseball little league kickoff instead. Whoa! <laughs> didn't yeah. even didn't even really follow the game. Until the end, and I was like, I and I literally had three one down as the victory margin for Liverpool, so I was spot on. <laughs> Whoa! You should have uh, picked Liverpool players in the fantasy team then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just never pick any Arsenal players, and just constantly choose the players who are there. So whatever team they're playing against, put those players then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So before we go further, I, I actually have your uh, a fellow Arsenal fan with me. He's my friend Akshay. Hi. Hi, Akshay. 
I mean, I think it was a good decision for you to not watch the game. I was very excited about the game and I was watching it with my jersey on and I was really disappointed. Yeah, he came to my house with a prepared with a Arsenal jersey and everything and then left with disappointment. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean I, I don't know about you when I when the game started, I think I would have had a sense of disappointment. So, uh, I mean this this to me was the same as the Chelsea game, right? Right. We, yeah, right. No, we, and then for me, it was like that was a 4.30 kickoff Pacific time. Mm-hmm. And I knew. I knew for days in the run-up to the game, we weren't going to put in a good performance. There wasn't going to be a solid result. I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't expect us to win every game. I yeah. don't. I expect us to try. Right. And I expect us to play to the ability of the players and, and, and presumably the strategy that we have. Yeah. And the fact that that's not happening is what's most upsetting. Yeah, this is, I find, the, the complaint that most Arsenal fans have. They never show a fight. In, especially in big games and then against smaller teams maybe they can get by without doing that but no, I think but last season and this season that also has not been the case like even if we are playing a low league opposition we are still like not putting our best you know like the football but, that we all used to like from Arsenal is not there right now yeah. and there yeah. was there was a point at some like where Giroud was giving you last minute goals and I felt like yeah. they are showing some fight there but then I the guess that was this just... season was, was like that where we won the games where we should have like got a draw or something yeah. and it looked like we are a different team but as always every season towards like after December I think that's when they start to show their real colours <laughs> yeah I, the, the, I tell you what I don't know but I don't know if you felt this way Akshay at the beginning of this season you know, I felt like we were playing some of the best football that we played in a long time, right? I mean, yeah. when the ball is gone, it's dead, right? It's right. it's a combination of, you know, just complacency throughout the entire organization, but also just the fact that football's a moving game, right? Things right. that worked 20, 30 years ago don't work now, and that's that's how it should be, right? right? Tactics are become outdated. They People find solutions to how to play. Teams have figured us out. Teams figured us out 15 years ago. Right? We managed to make it work for a little while because we had great players. Yeah. But I mean, realistically, we haven't had a genuinely good team in probably about 12 years. I mean, the Invincibles yeah. and then maybe the season after that before it all fell apart. The, you know, the, we've gone through a succession of, of you know, youth situations and the British call. And then we started right. pumping money into players. And we've gotten, we've gotten nothing. But the, yeah, the, the, the quality of the football has drastically dropped. We played very well for a short period of time at the beginning of the season, which really gave me a sense of optimism that I hadn't felt in a long time. Because that's the yeah. thing. I mean, the complacency affects the, team, the, the, the fans as well. Well, you know nothing's going to change. Why would you care? Yeah. But you know, really since November, I think we've just played probably the worst football I've seen us play on the Wenger. And we've played really badly a lot of the time. Yeah, I think but from that Watford just- game, it, that's where it started to change. I think the loss in that game was really, really hurtful. But we... We weren't playing well before that. I mean, you meant, you called it out yourself, you know, that yeah. we, we'd had some games where we probably should have drawn or even lost, and then we kind of squeezed in a goal towards right. the end. Yeah. And we, we kind of covered that incompetence, frankly, yeah. with, with this intense desire that really only came in the last five or ten minutes. And that's fantastic. I love it when players really throw everything that they can against the opposition at the end of a game to try and rescue something or, or to sneak something out that they should get. That's wonderful. But that means that you've done nothing the previous the eighty to eighty-five minutes. That's you know, and that's, right? And it, and it just kind of glosses. You just gloss over that fact. Oh, great, we got three points in that game. Fantastic, <laughs> but we were terrible, right? <laughs> yeah. And that whole thing about you know the best teams can can drag those kind of results out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but they 
they shouldn't be doing it game after game after game. That's the kind of thing that, like, two exactly. or three times a season, when United were stomping everybody, they would they would somehow manage to pull a result out of nothing. Right. Right. But you knew in the other 35 games of the season that they were playing great. You, you, and you said pumping money into players. I don't know even if that is true, uh, or maybe they are pumping money into wrong players. Because apart from Sanchez, I don't, I cannot think of any player who really performed well for them. And even he was benched yesterday, which is surprising to me. I don't know why he was on the bench for the first half. Uh, I don't know if you can shed some light on that. <laughs> I, I, I can't. Right? I, don't, <laughs> I, I think, don't think like after can. yeah after the game, Arsene Wenger said that he wanted to go more direct, and that's why he had Welbeck and Giroud in the starting lineup. But <laughs> from the way we were playing, there were nothing sort of I, indication that they are trying to go direct and put in in crosses for them to get their heads on. I am not buying his explanation to that at all. <laughs> I mean, he's your I mean, best he's, player by he's a mile. Best player in the league as well. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's not like he's just best player in our team. You know, he can be in the top three players in the league. <laughs> yeah, no, he definitely is. I, I don't know what that was about. I mean, the whole thing that Ozil was sick. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, and I'm not sure that I buy that One either. The- but okay, let's let's presume that that's correct. Yeah, you know, but he's he's been horrifically out of form for months, playing with zero confidence. Doesn't right. seem to fit into our strategy. Yeah, none of the other players seem to care much about what's going on, and. There was never really an explanation of why he was even playing. If it wasn't for the fact that he cost forty-two point five million pounds, yep. he he wouldn't be anywhere near the first team. So he gets dropped. Sanchez gets dropped. Okay, that makes no sense. But all right. <laughs> but the fact is, you know, to kind of get back to your point about us having spent a lot of money. I mean, we we know the history of Arsenal, right? Yeah. We had the great five to ten years of our, with Arsenal Wenger at the beginning, and then he lays the groundwork for what should have been a glorious future: the the, the building and the, the, the you know, financing yeah. of the city. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then that, and we all knew. We all he worked wonders. He did, and he didn't get enough credit for what he managed to do with us keeping us in the top four right. when we really were struggling for cash we had Chelsea and United and then City on all these other teams throwing money around right. but the simple fact is that the stadium was built 10 years ago the yeah. financing of that stadium is it, it, it's in the rearview mirror in many respects yes we're still paying loan payments right yeah. but it, they're, not, they're not crippling yeah. and the amount of yeah. money that's coming to the league has been huge but the last few years we've spent a ton of money we bought you know 42.5 for Ozil what, what was Sanchez 36.5 yeah. Yeah. 18 million for Gabriel I mean I don't know what the hell that was and but then, okay yeah. <laughs> and then Jaka was 30 was 30 35 something you know yeah yeah Jaka uh, you know, yeah, yeah, was, was I mean 35 I think yeah. was, was that his number Perez was what another 18 uh, Czech yeah. was what Nine? I, ten. I mean, yeah. yeah, and then yeah. the surprising thing is Welbeck. Welbeck, yeah. yeah. And Manu fans were happy to when Arsenal signed him, I think. <laughs> yeah, if you think about it. it, like, yeah, he never bought a good midfield players, like a midfield player with steel, which. Like, since Patrick Vieira, I cannot remember any. He had always spent on attackers for some reason, that which turned doesn't really work right now. The, the well, same type as well. Because, so you're essentially just replacing like for like and it's it's you're not changing the, the strategy at all. I mean the simple fact is I remember reading it a little while ago, you know, Hazard cost uh, you know less money than Ozil, right? Yeah. Conte costs less money than Xhaka. Yeah, and you know right. John Stones costs less money than than Mustafi. Right? Yeah. I mean that's and he's not brilliant, but still you know that, yeah, yeah, John Stones I can <laughs> but we're paying way over the odds yeah. for players that are Good to very good, but you need great. Like, why are we paying? Are we just paying? Are we spending money for the sake of it at this point? You know, I mean, is it? Is he just? Is he literally burning a hole? Is it the best that we can do? Yeah, you know, I just I refuse to believe it. Yeah, and then Arsenal post posted record revenues. I think last year or so. It's not like they are short of money. You said 
the the stadium thing is 10 years now yeah and also the, ticket prices are always yeah they have one of the highest season. ticket prices in, le- in the premier league right arsenal yeah. in and the whole world if i remember in the world, yeah, and the, yeah and the capacity of the stadium is also like one of the best in the world so that's why like you get in more revenue I mean, I was seeing Sky Sports, but uh, Gary Neville was uh, saying, I don't know if you saw that, that he was uh, angry at some of the Arsenal fans yeah. who were blaming yeah, Wenger. Like, he has given you so much. But then, it's been so long since you guys won the Premier League. Or, no, but I think like fans, uh, what they expect or what we expect is to just to see a good football match. You know, like Even if we lose at the end of the game, it's not bad if you like lose fighting. Like right now, the games we are losing, it's like we have seen it over the years. Now the same way we lose every time. You know, it's poor defending, uh, not enough spirit, and no energy. So you, exactly. you, you fail the, the same reasons. So that's that's <laughs> it's, what it's, it's the same fighting. problems in every game, yeah. in every season, for over a decade now. I mean, that's that's insane. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> it's like literally the definition of insanity. I mean. I, <laughs> the fact that we just keep doing the same thing over and over again, never getting anywhere. Like, I don't care. I would literally be happy this season. And, uh, you know, I, nobody wants their team to lose. I don't want our team to lose. I want us to go out there and win every game. Yeah. Right? I really do. And I want, you know, I'll, I'll, Wenger for me is he's gonna go. He's going to go down as one of my all-time heroes. No matter what happens, right? Yeah. He's going to be my hero. I want them to build a, sta- a statue of him and put it outside the ground. Yeah. I want them to rename the damn stadium after him. Right? I want him to have the ability to walk into the Emirates every single day for the rest of his life and, and never have to buy a beer, right? To always yeah. be clapped whenever he gets in. Yeah. That's, how, that's what he deserves. <laughs> but he needs to not be the manager of this football club anymore. <laughs> he, he's, he is holding us back. He is absolutely 100% holding us back. And the, the issue that we have, and, and, and you're going to back me up on this one, if he really is the only man in the entire organization that knows anything about anything, right? If he literally decides how high the grass is on the training grounds, if that's literally true or not, you know, but it, it's a good anecdote, right? If that is true, then okay, we've got about what, five months until the beginning of the next season. Yeah. That right now is not really enough time to replace one man with as many people as we need to do that. We need a new manager, right? We need possibly a director of football. We need we need a whole bunch of people to come in and replace what he does. We need to start that process now. He needs to come out and, and say he will, even if he was offered a new contract, he won't sign it. And the organization, either with or without him, needs to start putting in place a plan for what's going to happen come the end of this season. You know, we need a guy in right away. He yeah. needs to transfer budget, and he needs to be able to shake up this team. And I mean, it could very well be a situation where we have to go a couple of years. Arsenal are a big team. We're still going to get big players. We can pay a lot of money. Yeah, the, the, it's not going to. It's not like the stadium's not going to empty out next season if there's not European Champions League yeah. football. You're not going to go down to thirty thousand people, right? Yeah. That's not an issue. But the issue is, you know, there's going to be a cleanout, a major cleanout. There's an awful lot of players playing in this team that. Some of them are going to be able to find their spirit and, and do better under a new manager. Right. But some of them are just, they're, they're over. That's it. It's done. They need to get out. And there's probably going to be a lot of players in that category. Yeah. Coming. The other thing yeah, with the players is like, I think he has put in too much faith in some players, which they don't deserve to like put in that much of faith. I think Chio Walcott is one example. Like He's been there at the club, but he has never improved. So, you know, you think of Theo Walcott the same way as he was like 10 years ago, maybe. You know, there's no change in the players that he put in faith on, and others they just left the club as well. Yeah. Even then, it's his fault, right? He would. Yeah. He should sign new. I mean, it's not like they're lacking money or anything. And I are uh, coming back to your point about so Asin Wenger is the the sole 
the big guy at Arsenal, right? He manages everything. You're right. He, they will be facing a lot more problems maybe than expected. I don't know if they will be able to compete as they are right now because they will have to replace so many. They'll have to fill out so many different positions at Arsenal because you cannot find another guy like Wenger who can take control of everything. Like he's yeah, on the other side right of now, that right? story is like it will happen eventually. So why not now? Or you know, we have given enough time, or he has got enough time to prove what he can do in future. And he's, I don't think he's going to be there for like maybe ten years. Let's say like you know, you need to build strategy that when like what to do when he's not there, and that can start any time. I think. That, that, that's the that's the biggest point, right? Is even if even if things were going great, right? Um, and and we just wanted to continually just throw new contracts at this guy. Yeah, he's sixty seven years old. He may very well be the healthiest sixty seven year old <laughs> on the entire planet, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, he, he's in phenomenal shape, yeah. but he's sixty seven yeah. and he has a very stressful job. He could he could have a heart attack today. He could walk out of the training ground and get hit by a bus, right? Yeah. I mean, anything could happen. Let me no. say none of us are wishing that, yeah. but yeah, I get your point. <laughs> but, but you know what I'm saying? Like that's, yeah. he's he's an he's an elderly gentleman at this point. Yeah. Right? You don't typically when when managers get to this area, you don't start thinking of them as the long term solution to your club, right? right? It's not like somebody brings in Neil Warnock and goes, Okay, now we can plan for the next ten years. That's that's again not what you do. You sit there and you say, Okay, you know, this is a stopgap or it has a, it has a short time frame on it. We need to start planning for what's going to happen down the road. Yeah. Now, I think last season would have been probably a better time for us to have thought about a succession mm-hmm. because you know, not to use the example of like American sports, right? You have you have years where the draft is good yeah. and, you, and it fits your requirements, and you have years when it's not. Yeah. The, the last year would have been great. There was a whole bunch of managers that kind of came on the market. I mean, we should have gone for Klopp. We wanted to essentially go for Klopp. Oh, yeah, he was. Able, yeah. <laughs> years, two years ago, we should have had Klopp. You know, last year, yeah, Guardiola was never going to come to us, but there were managers on, on, on the transfer market, so to speak. Mm-hmm. When we look into this summer, you know, we've got all the best guys are locked out. Locked out, yeah. Even, so, ma- so, I did read, uh, maybe Allegri is in... Yeah. Luis Enrique Luis also, maybe, like, but he wants to go on vacation, I think. He's but not yeah, going he's, to be there at Barcelona. Uh, Allegri or the Thomas Tuchel, to, I don't know how you say his name, but Dortmund's manager. <laughs> yeah. they, they are the two guys, I think... Arsenal were looking at if the rumors are true. Like, I don't know if how, if to to believe the rumors or not. But yeah, it's yeah. I mean, I I would be fine with Tuchel. Um, you know, I mean, Simeone. I think everybody wants Simeone, but the chances of him ever yeah. setting foot in England. <laughs> I think yeah, for him is a is a down step, right? Or it's a downwards to come to Arsenal because he's already at a better club than Arsenal. No, even Atletico are not okay. doing too a good. A lot this of players, a lot of managers are better clubs than Arsenal right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and there was a shout of Eddie Howe from Bournemouth. I think. I feel bad for laughing, but like Eddie Howe to me is is the is the latest in a long line of competent <laughs> British managers <laughs> that have shown that they can get a club up from the Championship and, and into the Premier League with a reasonable degree of competency, <laughs> and have managed to play reasonable football. Yeah. Who probably in about three years' time will be getting fired for the fifth time and will be completely <laughs> forgotten. Right, I mean, you know, I remember when Tony Mowbray did it. Right, I remember when Owen Coyle was the flavor of the yeah, month. Yeah, yeah. Right, <laughs> you know, you, you look back through these managers and you think any one of these. I, I, I remember when Owen Coyle was doing one. Is it? I think it was at Bolton, right? And I was like, wow, this guy looks great. He's playing good football. He seems to have his head screwed on straight. Yeah. You know, he'd be a good manager to come over for Arsenal. And then, you know, now he, he just got fired by Blackburn or something. I mean, it's just you know, it's. <laughs> oh, you see yeah. Eddie Howe in that same bracket. I, okay. I'm, I'm saying that a manager like Eddie Howe has a very 
unfortunate level of kind of history, right? Mm-hmm. It's not on his side. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. It's just another one of these solid British managers that have done yeah. a reasonable job. Yeah. But at a struggling team, whose possibility of actually... Man- I mean, like David Moyes is the classic example, right? Since he left Everton, yeah, nothing yeah. went right. right. Nothing's gone right. Yeah, nothing's yeah. gone right for him. You know, it's <laughs> just... It, he's he's very well suited to the circumstances he's in. Yeah. Whether he has the, 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 the noose to be able to translate that into a major club, I don't know. I mean, are we, would we just be bringing in like a... It's 36, 37. Would we just be bringing in like a young English manager because that's sort of romantically what we all want? Right. Or... Or is he really going to be as effective as you know, as we all mentioned, Allegri, right, or Simeone, or, or somebody else like that? Seriously doubt it, right? Any mm-hmm. man, any house a new manager of Arsenal? Okay, great. Are we really going to be able to go out there and poach the best talents from Europe? That's, nope. Yeah, that's true. I mean, even right, Ozil and Sanchez. Ozil was denying new contract until he was sure. I think it's pretty likely that Sanchez is going to leave next season. It's yeah. looking like that right now. Or from the news, it looked like they were only going to sign new contract if they yeah. were sure of Arsene Wenger staying or something. Yeah. <laughs> Which is terrible. You can't, you can't yeah. have a player yeah. hold the entire club hostage over the over the continuance of a manager yeah. who has directly shown that, that he doesn't really care whether a player is good or not. They yeah. just sort of never leave the team, right? <laughs> yeah. that, that's just a recipe for disaster. It's, again, it goes back to the whole status of this is just complacency. These yeah. players want to play for a manager who's not really going to push him. He's never going to really drop them, you know, outside of this weekend, um, which was, you know, a terrible decision and, and stupid to start with. Like, what is that about? We last season we should have signed Sanchez to a five-year contract at whatever the hell he wanted in terms of money yeah. and agreed to build the team around him. He's still he's not a young man, but he's still got years ahead of him, and he's in right. phenomenal shape. He's the he's like a Ronaldo, right? He's going right. to be playing until he's 34, 35 at the highest level. Right. Like, great, that's that's great. We've got five to seven years with this guy. Um, and we should have built the team around him. Instead, we, we dilly-dallied like Arsenal always do. <laughs> we really didn't do anything to make him feel like he was wanted. We definitely haven't built the team around him, as it seems like if he's in the team, he's sort of doing his own thing. If he's out of the team, the whole team just plays terribly. Like, there's no there's no real logic to whether he plays or doesn't play. It, right. it's, it, it's, it's just terrible. And frankly, Ozil, I, I, don't, I don't care. I don't care whether he stays or not. <laughs> yeah, he has never performed in the the big games. Yeah, was it, as far it's as always been in batches. Like sometimes he does really well. But like last yeah, season was his best season when he yeah. was when he was almost close to breaking the assist record. But then yeah. nothing yeah. to show for us. The, the, again, the deficits of Ozil's play, which are extremely well detailed, and we don't know can you go into detail <laughs> everyone here, yeah. right? Are a massive negative. To the way that we want to play football, right, and right. especially the way that, that Arsenal wants, that Arsene Wenger wants Arsenal to play football. Yeah. And so the fact that he can he can bring these assists in is magical and amazing, and I'm very glad of it. But the downsides of what he doesn't do are so <laughs> uh, so horrific for the for basically how we want to play and then the kind of results we want to get. That he really is when he plays, we're worse than when he doesn't play. Right. right? I mean, it's just if we can get a reasonable amount of money for him in the summer because he's got a year left in his contract after you know after this summer yeah, yeah. if we can get a reasonable amount of money I'd bite somebody's hand off now Sanchez again if he's not happy and he clearly he clearly clearly is not happy yeah. uh, and there seems to be a lot of confusion around whether Arsenal even want him to stay you know if we can get again we should be but able to get 50 or 60 mil yeah, for him if we yeah. can do that you should get okay. yeah yeah I mean there's no point of keeping a player that's unhappy and will just not be good for your club. <laughs> Just I mean, at this point, it's looking like yeah, Arsenal is. I mean, it's not good for him. Like you know, he's good, better than Arsenal. That's what it seems like right now because he's a top scorer in the Premier League. 
or he was <laughs> until yesterday yeah <laughs> if you see, you must be angry at seeing spurs do so well and then uh, <laughs> i'm not you're not I'm not, I'm not. I'm not because they're they're doing what we should have done, right? I mean, they've yeah. they've spent money wisely. They've been very smart for a long period of time. Spurs. They're punching well above their weight. Well, I would say Arsenal have never really punched above our weight. We've punched around about where we should, right? Yeah, yeah. We're the you know what the top we're top four material, and you know, <laughs> top, yeah. I mean, you know, like in terms of re- I just I mean, think yeah. of it as a simple Stats. economic situation, right? Yeah, yeah. You look at the resources that the organization has, and then you look at the results that come out the back end, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, you could sit there and say, right now, I think Liverpool and Spurs are, are doing better than they probably should do. Mm-hmm. City and United are doing worse. Chelsea are obviously getting really good value for what they're doing. Yeah. And then we're we're, we're sort of in the City and United camp. Yeah. We the resources of our organization. Are, are not applied to the results that we get. You know, yeah. we should have walked away with the league last season. Did right? right. Yeah. Um, you know, we should be playing considerably better, considerably better, and getting better results than we are right now. And then you look at the fact that we're one of the top eight clubs in the entire world again in terms of just material economic resources, yeah. stadium revenues, all that stuff. The fact that we're constantly getting knocked out in the last sixteen, you know, <laughs> of the European Champions League. And yes, we constantly play really good teams, but that you've got to beat the best teams to win. Yeah. Again, I mean, you'll face those teams anyways, as you said. Yeah. In the if you and want it never to win, looks like Arsenal will perform above their expectations in any games. Maybe last season when we won at Manchester City two 0 I think that was the only game where we performed like better than what we had expected. Other than that, I don't even remember a game. Maybe against Chelsea this season, but Chelsea yeah. were not in good form that time. So. No, they were still figuring themselves out, and, they, and then they used that result to really kind of yeah, get started. Yeah, yeah. This is another thing. Yeah, yeah, adjusting to the situation. I mean, Conte tried to work with the four-one-four-one or whatever uh, Chelsea played last season, and then he figured it out that it was not working, and then came back to his strength, you know, and then tried the three defender at the back thing. It has worked out perfect for him. So that is what Arsene Wenger seems to be missing. He's still stuck in old times, <laughs> forgetting well, to. If it's true. Yeah. If it is indeed true that the way that, that Wenger essentially styles his team yeah. is that he trains them incredibly hard before games, yeah. but then when the game starts, basically says, here you go, here's a pitch and a ball, right? You know, try and, try and put it in that net over there. Yeah. Like, if that's literally the limit, the, the extent of our tactics, yeah. right, it explains literally everything. Because yes, you can get away with doing that yeah. if you are a brilliant coach yeah. and you have great players who love you and understand you and can play to that system. Yeah. Fantastic. If you have a bunch of guys, as we have now for over 10 years, yeah. right? And this is a succession of players. We're talking about 50, 70, 100 guys now over, over the last 10 years who just can't do that. They either lack the technical ability or the mental stamina or whatever it is that we need. Yeah, you're not going to be able to go out there and do anything because what have we really been changing tactically? (laughs) Doesn't look like anything. Not a lot. You know, the the performances have been getting worse. The results have have certainly been, you know, plateauing at best. We're we're not getting anything out of this. You know, when you have a manager who sits on, basically sits down in a giant, you know, (laughs) tiny coat with his arms put across his chest, struggling to zip it up, sad all the time. (laughs) Sorry, I I, I keep laughing at his struggle to zip 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 up his jacket. (laughs) You know, but that's it. And then then every so often we get we score, and you literally see the same result. He stands up and he pumps his fist a little bit, and he's got a happy smile on his face. Like that's great. But when we go, when things are going wrong, is he? 
you know, like Comte, like running up and down, or like, you know, yeah. you know like running up and down, like screaming at people to get back in a position or to do this or do that, to change this. We've never seen that. Yeah. So it, you know, it gets down the point of like, he's obviously expecting the players to just be able to literally do whatever he wants in his, in his mind, right? Like he has this idea in his brain about how it's going to work and then he's just, he's super confused when it doesn't work out. Yeah. But that's because players just, just aren't capable of doing what he wants to do. Yeah, and when it goes wrong, yeah. like there's no other team in, pre- in the Premier League of, of the level that Arsenal are at that when it goes wrong, it goes that freaking yeah. wrong, right? The idea that any other team that, that has the resources and the capabilities of Arsenal could lose 8-2 to the United, right? Who could lose 6-0 at Chelsea. They could yeah. get turned over 5-1 by Bayern Munich, etc. I mean, with these results, there are dozens of these results over the last 10 years. That right. would never happen to any other club any, even the baddest clubs, right? I mean, Leicester, look at Leicester in the Champions League. <laughs> I mean, even in their worst form, they managed to get the 2-1 draw against Sevilla away from home. A that, team that, like Sevilla, I mean, yeah. that's... I mean, I think that's all the mental issues with the team. It's either maybe from the manager because he never, like, prepares players to be in that situation or, you know, you can see them capitulating as soon as they concede an early goal. I mean, early goal is the is the formula for everything. Like, you concede early and, and then you see them crumble. Yeah, it's and then every so often, sometimes you know, we'll we'll get like the last five minutes and we'll score a goal and we'll equalize yeah. and it'll seem like we've won three points, right? Right. But that's that hasn't happened for a long time. And even when it did happen, it was like, well, yeah, okay, great, thank you very much for really trying hard in the, in the last <laughs> minutes of a game and getting thank that. Thank you for result. doing your but, job. <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, thank you for doing. Yeah, doing the, the literally the bare minimum required of you. But again, you know, the, why? Why did? This, why were we even in this position? We should have been three 0 up, yeah. right? I mean, it's. The last time we played well was was probably the three 0 game against Chelsea, or maybe the five yeah. 0 game against Southampton when we went up against their B team. Less of a toss, right? I mean that was a great game, but that again it was that wasn't really a serious match. I mean it's kind of kind of bizarre that we could end up actually winning the FA Cup this season. You know, <laughs> I, I told you I think it's the Emirates. <laughs> no, but I think the sponsor is just giving you these matches. Certain big teams in the in the semi-finals. Huh? I don't think Arsenal will win it this time because in the same as they'll all be top clubs. Like no, so Chelsea and Menu with can, will cancel yeah. each other out. So you'll have just one, one of them now. Will be there. And then yeah, and I think just one of them is enough. Like for Arsenal, like Chelsea or <laughs> United. No, I would not be surprised if they win the FA Cup again. <laughs> well, yeah, but you're right. It could be City, Tottenham, United, or Chelsea and Arsenal yeah. in, in the set. I mean, that's right. that's not an easy way forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we have shown ourselves to be relatively capable of the FA Cup. <laughs> I mean, you know, when we won it a few years ago, we had a really tough draw. Yeah. We played some incredibly good teams. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. I think statistically, it was like the hardest one draw. victory in FA Cup history, simply based upon the the yeah, position the teams yeah, that we yeah. played were in at the time. Yeah, uh, you know, so we've proven that we can do that in kind of one-off games. But yeah, when it comes to a thirty-eight game season, or when it comes to like a a season-long European Champions League endeavor, yeah, we're sorely lacking. <laughs> uh, well, to end this, uh, what about the Premier League table? Then, Where, do you think the dreaded the <laughs> yeah would would will they finish in top four this season? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Akshay, you go first. For, for you? If, if you look at the history, that you know, we have never finished outside of the top four. But this season, I think it's difficult than any other season. Because if you think the teams above us, like Liverpool, Man City, Spurs, and maybe even the United, uh, they are pretty pretty good. I mean, you can't say that you know Spurs, they deserve top four. You can say the same thing about Man City and Liverpool. So that from that perspective, it looks difficult. But I think from for Arsene Wenger, that's the only thing he has done over the years that he made sure that we finish in the top four. So I think we, <laughs> we will do it again. 
the only point uh, the only good thing maybe for you uh, from history is that spurs were in similar position last season and then they managed to just yeah. <laughs> i mean for them they had three games or four games i think last four games yeah. they blew it up somehow arsenal still finished second uh, so that i do think they might be outside the top four this season even manu with all their draws and everything they are still 17 games unbeaten yeah. and they are one point behind arsenal and right you now you know you know what actually it'll be better to finish outside of the top four or even like outside of top six and not play in europe at all and just focus on the league for next season uh, with a fresh get, manager yeah, it's like chelsea oh, right. Right, where it's yeah. just like focus only on one thing get the title and and then go from there yeah I'm 100% with that. I mean, I think if I, if we can't finish in the top four, we definitely don't want to finish fifth, right? We don't want because UEFA needs to figure out what it's doing with the Europa League. But that's I think that's an entirely different conversation that we yeah. probably have. Yeah. Um, but it does that doesn't help anybody. It really right. doesn't. I, I think we probably end up playing our B team in every game. But you still got to travel. It's still a pain. You know, the manager still got to go. Yeah. You still got to plan for it. Um, I, I think that yeah. I don't think we're going to finish top four. I hate to say it. I just yeah. don't think that we're going to. I see. I see Liverpool. I see City. I, I see them having troubles. You know, I see Man United drawing more games than they should. Yeah. You know, everybody's dropping points, but right. nobody's dropping them, and nobody's dropping the points in the way that Arsenal are, which right. is just just giving them up right right from the, the beginning <laughs> of the whistle, just giving those points up. Yeah. yeah. So I think that we're going to finish out of it, and but yeah, I I think I think we're going to finish sixth, and I well. think that would be a victory. <laughs> Yeah, who knows? Maybe I think yesterday's game was was the big decider in that factor. You know, like Liverpool and Arsenal, they were both at similar stages of their club where they started off pretty well and their season was fading out. So whoever won yesterday But would have had the last laugh. As But we did put in like a very miserable performance. As similar to Matt, I think I was. It, the result somehow feels predictable. I, I predicted this result. Maybe not the three on exact scoreline, mm-hmm. but somehow it was predictable to me that Liverpool would would win. Klopp has never lost to a top six side since he came to yeah, Premier League, and yeah, then uh, Arsenal have been like this. Yeah, but for fans, you know, like you always are optimistic. Maybe like you know, this <laughs> is the next, a new day, a new game. You know, forget everything and just win this one. Yeah, we we got, we got a relatively easy run coming up. I mean, who knows what'll happen? But yeah. I don't know about you, but I I read the players' you know responses after the games, and for about the last eight or nine games now, they've come out and said we're not mentally not tough perfect. enough. We yeah. owe it to the manager. It's the same. It's the same platitudes every single time about what needs to happen, and you know that's fine if you if you have a couple of bad results and then but then you kind of go through a small purple patch. But that hasn't happened. We see keep saying these things about how we know that there's problems, that there's things that need to be fixed. But you never see anything fixed. When that starts happening, you're like, okay, it doesn't matter at this point, right? Nobody's really taking this seriously, yeah. and nobody really thinks that this problem is going to be fixed. At okay. which point, you know, it's, it's game over, really. Yep. Uh, okay, one final question: Who is going to win the Premier League? <laughs> it's pretty certain right now. I, I, I don't know that it's going to change. The, the top yes. spot will not yeah. change. Yeah. You're just saying that for yourself, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, you can I feel better. Other people. So I'll take the name. I think it's Chelsea. Oh, thanks, thanks for that. <laughs> I, I think I have it in dark horses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I left you with Chelsea. Chelsea. You've got this one wrapped up. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it would be nice to get the title again after the horrific show last year we had. Yeah, yeah. we feel really bad for you. Thanks. You had to go. You had to go a whole year before you won the league again. <laughs> that must be terrible. Imagine having to wait so, that long. Yeah. <laughs> so terrible. Uh, anyways, thanks for coming, Matt. It was a good discussion. I, 
I hope you let out some of your anger. <laughs> feel feel better for the rest of the day I at least until the next game week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's it's been a pleasure. Thanks very much for inviting me. Yeah, and this will not be your last time. I mean, if you want, to, if you are not bored of us, then I I will definitely like to invite you again some other time. <laughs> sure. If I if I didn't, yeah. Again, if if I didn't dominate it too much with my anger, my fairly constrained anger, I'd be more than happy to. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Matt. Thanks. Have a Thank good you. rest of the Sunday. Bye, Bye. Bye. That was a good discussion. Long Arsenal discussion. Yeah. You could sense the frustration with the Arsenal fans, you know. Yeah. And this was not like he was trying to abuse Arsene Wenger or anything. He just stated the facts. And yeah, I mean, we all there are the facts and. But there are some fans, you know, like we see in TV who just. Try oh, to like be. Arsenal fan TV guys. I, I I'm not taking any names. Taking names so. But yes. <laughs> but okay, good discussion. I think we have discussed enough about Arsenal. Any from other leagues? There was a La Liga. La Liga, yeah. Turn around in La Liga. Now Barcelona yeah. at the top. With no, no, it's still Real Madrid. Oh no! Like right now, they are yet to play Real Madrid, so they are second. Oh, okay. League, but they are yeah, so behind. yeah, one point behind. So there <laughs> was the a turnaround, as you yeah. said. Yeah, they won five nil against Celta Vigo yes. yesterday. Messi ran the show. I think so. Two I have sent three assists for him. I let me pull out some stats for you. Okay, I am Statman. I would not say the rest. And That's Batman copyrighted. Yeah. I am Statman Batman. Yes, okay. Statman Dave works for <laughs> Squawka Dave. No, not he's not with Squawka anymore. Oh, okay. He is self-dependent. I see. Yep. This is for the first time that Lionel Messi has had a hand in four goals this season. Two goals and two assists. Oh, wow. Some other stats for you. Barcelona have scored 11 goals in the last two La Liga games. <laughs> 11 goals. That's a good practice before their big game against PSG where they need to score four. And, uh, and not concede any. And uh, they have the best run in the La Liga right now with the they have not lost any of the 19 games last 19 games they have played oh, nice. so the best run which just shows their uh, position in the table yeah. they are one point ahead of uh, Madrid with Madrid yeah, now, one, yeah, point, in one hand. point it looked like 8 Ma- points yeah. yeah then they winners, and so. I mean they Madrid threw the towel I think they just Drew against Las Palmas last time. I remember three-three draw. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bale got a red card in that one, right? Yeah. Yes. So even in that, they came from behind. Though that was yeah, it was Ronaldo who rescued them. With two even goals. the game before that, yeah, uh, it, it, like they came back. And now so. you'll be hearing reports about unrest among the players. Yeah, Again. there should be. I think for for Real Madrid, I think from the position that they were in. Yeah. Uh, it looked like they are on course, but and this seriously the title is still on. This seriously feels like uh, Zidane's first real test. I think so far it has all been really good for him for Madrid. Uh, let's see if he manages to stay at the top or win win the Liga. It would be a good season still for him. They are still alive in the Champions League, of course. That is a, those are another games this week. Oh yeah, uh, so they are playing Napoli. Napoli of uh, Dries Mertens is back on form again with two goals recently in Serie What is your uh, prediction for that game? So, from the first leg, we know they are... Yeah, I think Madrid games. is kind of low on confidence so if Napoli can exploit them and put them hmm. under pressure by scoring early. Yeah. Um, 
they can get the result but they need a bigger result right because they've lost the first one 3-1 yes yeah. but they have a away goal so if they manage to win 2-0 hmm. they would win the yeah. I think it's uh, will be but you wouldn't bet against Madrid contest, not scoring it's also true <laughs> so you, you're predicting Napoli yeah I'll predict Napoli just because Real Madrid are looking shaky at the moment okay I'll still go with Madrid okay because I think Bale would so the red card in the La Liga doesn't go through in Champions uh, I'm not sure on that I Maybe don't think it is. it is yeah because the Premier League red card yeah, so it's the same. So, okay. carry in Europe so Bale and Ronaldo would be back mm-hmm. so I think Madrid will sneak in a goal it would still be a victory for Napoli but 2-1 victory for Napoli so that's for you yeah so okay. Madrid will go through okay uh, Bayern Munich Arsenal anything to is there anything left to say on that? Okay, I uh, think yeah. Four, four four with Arsenal. <laughs> uh, I don't expect Arsenal to do anything in that game. Okay, yeah, it'll be a loss. Other games, uh, Man City. Oh, PSG Barcelona. That yeah, also that looks one is like looking really well now with Barcelona in good form. Yeah, and Messi at his best. And the, but then again in that game, I wouldn't expect PSG to not score, especially right. in the kind of form that Cavani is in for them. Mm-hmm. So he's a big test, and that has never happened in, in Champions League history yeah. to come back from four goal four deficit, goals, four or more goals. Right? I think Barcelona will win the game, but not by the required margin. To okay. Go through. Hmm. Uh, any other game in the Champions League? Uh, there's Dortmund versus Benfica. I don't know what the first round of results were. Dortmund Benfica. Oh, Dortmund won. Dortmund Benfica won the game, scored one, and I think Dortmund came from behind. Oh, yeah, and that was away from home. So Dortmund looked comfortable in this game, and they are coming back to form in their own league as well. Yeah. They won six. Uh, six. 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 Two. I think. No, Benfica, oh, Benfica won. One zero. Come on, man. The stats are okay, important here. Stats. <laughs> But yeah, so they still this is like still like yeah. Dortmund home. You would no, no, but think that they can. I think Benfica can still go through. Okay, I'll go with I'll Dortmund. Go, I'll go with the dark horses. Okay, Benfica. Uh, they had good Champions League last season also, mm. so they are continu- continuing on. Good to see that. So okay. So yeah, in the German league. Dortmund won, come on, 6-2, yes, against Bayer Leverkusen with Aubameyang scoring two goals. He's now the top goal scorer in Bundesliga. I'm struggling with it. And then Christian Pulisic. All of the youngsters look like... they are doing well for Dortmund. Thing. Some of the they keep, yeah, they keep signing these youngsters. It's like spurts in the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> Christian Pulisic, Usman Dembele, yeah. all of those youngsters. They have a bright future if they can remain in Dortmund. If Bayern mm-hmm. Munich doesn't sign them, you know, that's what Bayern it's does. A direct path from Dortmund. <laughs> yeah, to Bayern it's Munich. like a natural progression yeah. for the past <laughs> few years. Uh, unless you are Mario Godza. Oh, Royce is injured again, though. I think. Oh yeah, that was the big. Uh, so he's a player I think he's a really good player but he can never perennial injury stay away from injuries yeah 
which is why I think he would still be at Dortmund next season. I don't think there are rumors of him moving to either Arsenal or some other big team, but I don't think those teams will be signing him. Yeah. <coughs> that is a unfortunate situation that he faces. Uh, Aubameyang could be on his way. To Arsenal? No. Uh, please. No. <laughs> Maybe if you get a high quality manager to replace Wenger, then he might be coming in, but for now it looks like because he hmm. didn't he promise his grandmother or someone that he would play for Real Madrid at one point oh really yeah okay uh, so Bayern Munich have wrapped up the if you ask me they have wrapped up Bundesliga Leipzig were their only contenders hmm. and they are they have fallen behind now they drew against they drew the last game oh I see so, so they, they have are 7, seven points yeah. gap and yeah with Bayern I don't think you should have any doubts. Yeah, but it is still an achievement for Leipzig to. This is their first season. Yeah, and finish top finish four. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's still an achievement. It's true. Uh, in other news, any we talked La Liga. Yeah, I think we talked. Uh, yeah, I think that is it. I have one question for you. Who will be the top scorer in the Premier League? Because now they are. So many of them at in close distances. Mm. Let me get one thing out of the way. Costa will not be the top scorer. Okay, that is. I think that will. That is true. Ibrahimovic will not be the top scorer. He's also because he may be. <laughs> I'm eliminating out my chances. Three, three four games yeah. too, and that. Adds also, up. no, even before even that, that, I don't, that, I don't, yeah, I think I don't he would think have been there. Because he doesn't, he scores one goal, but he doesn't seem like a player who can score two or more goals, and that's what Kane yeah. and Lukaku are doing and, this season. And also with Ibrahimovic, I think there yeah. there was a patch where he didn't score for six games yeah. or something. So. I will also say Aguero will not be the top scorer. Oh, that's a big one. Yes. Okay. Curveball right at you. So it would be between Kane and Lukaku, and my winner would be drumroll, please. Okay. Well, no, you're what were you con- saying? No, I was think I was saying that you should also consider one more player. Alexis Sanchez. Yeah. Alexis Sanchez will not be the top scorer. Yeah. Because he would be too unhappy now. <laughs> Drum roll, okay. please. Kane and Lukaku. You're, you're going to say Harry Kane. You're not giving me any drum roll. Okay, let's go. Uh, Harry Kane, you're right. Harry Kane would be the top scorer, Golden Boot winner. You can. Wow. What is your... I mean, you're going with Alexis Sanchez. There's no... <coughs> let me see current... We should have a there. real bet around this. Okay, let me... Yeah, okay. Alright, so we'll do the real one. We can so do a lunch or something. Top scorers. Yeah, lunch sandwich is fine. Yep. Panera bread or pot belly. Or what, no, whatever the other guy prefers. Top scorers in... The as long as it is, they have vegetarian food also. <laughs> Alright, so let me put No, I mean, it is between Sanchez, Kane and Lukaku. And Ibrahimovic and Costa are the other guys. Alright, so right now, Kane is in... Kane is ahead with 19 goals. Yes. Behind him is Lukaku with 18. And after that, it's Sanchez with 17. Yes. Yeah. So you're going with Kane. Kane I will go because Spurs and they can bottle any time. I'll go with Arsenal even though I know that Arsenal can also bottle it any time. I'll go with my Alexis Sanchez. Alexis Sanchez, okay. With your Alexis Sanchez. Yeah. <laughs> you have ownership of him. Mm-hmm. With 
Fine. Lunch then. It's okay. done. Yeah. What about if it's neutral though? Then we should still go for lunch. And yeah, and then just pay us. Yeah. yeah. You can do that. <laughs> pay from your own pocket. Yeah. All right. Nice bet. Okay. That's it then? Yep, that is it. Ready to wrap it up in a big sub. Uh, we just had subs. A tough week this week. Tough week. I hope Man City Aguero can score a hat-trick or something against Stoke on Wednesday mm-hmm. to give me at least some points from for fantasy. Yeah. But that will take him above Harry Kane for your life. No, Kane will come back. It's not like Kane is going anywhere. Okay. I'm sticking with Kane, don't worry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, right then. Thanks, thanks, guys, for listening. Thank you, Matt. Whenever you listen, or if you okay. listen, <laughs> thanks for joining us. Uh, good conversation we had. Thanks, Akshay. You have some chips left. You can yeah, have still them. left. Yep. Uh, and thank you, guys. And please don't forget to give us feedback at two substitutes. On do we have to say? Please don't say the uh, next. On you can say where they can listen. Don't say the thing, the tagline we have. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah they can. They can listen to us on iTunes podcasts, on SoundCloud, on Stitcher Radio, and yeah. think whatever, whichever. Yeah, just just Google. search on Google. Just yeah. Google. Yeah. yeah, Google is helpful in these situations. <laughs> yeah. All but right. Just remember two substitutes. Two substitutes. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks, and have a good rest of the Sunday and rest of the week. If your team is playing in the Champions League, uh, support them. <laughs> support it's hard us. Hard to support for some teams, though. <laughs> Come on, you know, a fan always supports. All right. All right. Nice. Bye. Bye. Bye.